Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Pierre, and joining me, as always, is Tim. Hello. <laughs> Uh, so much anticipation every time you say hello, Tim, <laughs> and every time it's somehow a disappointment. So I should, I, I should probably think of like something clever to say, but I always forget, and then I, I wait two seconds to see, like if something's gonna come to me. I don't know. I was thinking about <laughs> something about garlic, and then got nothing. This is a horror movie podcast. We get together, we talk about a horror <laughs> film that we've watched. Uh, this episode's actually one of the Patreon vote winners. Uh, we were meant to do this mm-hmm. last week. We actually had some technical difficulties. Uh, and by technical mm-hmm. I mean Tim's computer just died. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we're here and we're going I, to talk about... I did check there was like two bite marks on the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was drained. Yeah. <laughs> it was drained of computer fluid. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're going to about Dracula, or uh, you might know it as Horror of Dracula, and that is the mm. 1958, the original Hammer Horror version of Dracula, uh, starring Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing as Van Helsing. So, and obviously Christopher Lee played Dracula, if that wasn't obvious <laughs> for the way I said that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so it's actually known mainly just as Dracula now, but it was released originally as Horror of Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh it actually looked up why that was, why why the name's kind of a little bit... Is this just a US-UK thing where they get different titles? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was originally supposed to be called Dracula, right? And my Blu-ray, because I watched mm-hmm. this on Blu-ray, uh, it came up just saying Dracula in the title screen. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, it didn't look like it was done later. It didn't look like it was, like, you know, someone did this in, like, 2010. <laughs> you know, and it looked really CG, yeah. converses, mm-hmm. all the other titles. Uh, the original title card said Dracula, but they actually changed it uh, before they released it because, get this, to avoid confusion, because they were worried the audiences would be confused, because there was the 1931 Dracula uh, from Universal. Mm. So, which is mm. uh, which baffles me now, because obviously these days studios love that confusion. They want you to think that oh, this is <laughs> a new version of that one. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny to me how times have changed. Uh, but yeah, so this is a uh, the 1958 Hammer Horror Dracula, and this is I bet this may be the first Hammer film you've done. I could be wrong, but I don't think we've done any other ones. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't think of any. And, and let's like, I mean, I, maybe like proper Hammer, because uh, you know, like sometimes there's like weird newer movies <laughs> that will have like the Hammer logo at the beginning. You're like, oh, I guess yeah. this is a, a Hammer movie, but Te- yes, technically there's a new <laughs> version of Hammer that have released a few movies, but not counting those. Like in terms of yeah. actual, you know, 1950s to the 70s era Hammer. I, I, I think this is the first one we've done somehow yeah, and, and and i'll be honest too like i actually don't have a ton of experience with hammer it, it, it's probably like one of my biggest like horror blind spots like oh. um i've I, i've seen a few other dracula ones because i do have um I, I think it's just called count dracula on blu-ray um with uh christopher lee uh i, I don't know where that falls in the you know series of dracula movies he did um and then I've also seen the the Kung Fu one, which I, I believe Christopher Lee is also in. <laughs> the I think it's called like Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires or something like that. Yeah, that's definitely one. Honestly, there's not one on this list called Just Count Dracula, so I imagine this is another example mm. of the title being having okay. different versions. Uh, uh, felt- it, unless I'm sorry, unless it's possible the uh, maybe the version I have, unless it's not Hammer, but I'm pretty sure it is. I mean. Uh, <laughs> 
you know, I think it's Christopher Lee, but I mean, if it's m- Christopher maybe Lee, I forgot. It probably is, but yeah. the, the movies in this series, so just because mm. this is technically a start on another franchise, which I didn't necessarily realize when we put this on the options, but technically mm. it's the start of a franchise. So yeah, so we'll slowly work through the Hammer Dracula mm. films. We may have, we have to start the Hammer movie somewhere. May as well do it with the, the Draculas, so. It's like the Iron Man back in the day. <laughs> yes, this is the, the Iron Man of Hammer Horror. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, obviously, this is the first one, and it is mainly known as Horror of Dracula, but it's kind of just Dracula now, too. Uh, the second film actually doesn't have uh, uh, Dracula in it, or uh, Van Helsing's in it, though. It's called The Braids of Dracula. They didn't get Christopher Lee back okay. for that one. Uh, I actually have seen that. I, I, I think I had that on Blu-ray, and I don't have it anymore. It was in a box set that I think I sold. Uh, okay. uh, and then the third one is Dracula, Prince of Darkness, which I also have in Blu-ray. Uh that's kind of where the ones I knew about mm-hmm. kind of, like, ended, though. So here's the ones that came after that. Uh, there's Dracula Has Risen from the Grave, which I think I heard of, but I've never really mm-hmm. encountered it. And then there's Taste the Blood of Dracula. I like that title. And then there's Scars of Dracula from 1970. Uh, okay. And then they did kind of, like, sort of reboot where they had, like, Dracula Wake Up in Present Day. And the next one is called Dra- <laughs> Dracula AD 1972. <laughs> okay interesting and then there's a sequel to that called the satanic rates of dracula from 1973 uh, mm-hmm. and then the last film in the series is the legend of seven golden vampires which does bring back mm-hmm. peter cushing i think that's the fourth time peter cushing came uh, did a, mm-hmm. one of these movies but does not have christopher lee that's the that's the only time in this entire mm-hmm. series where dracula is in the movie but christopher lee's not playing him okay interesting so that's what you've got to look forward to from us <laughs> over the next year or whatever, you know, mm. gradually as we as we work through them. But uh, it's a good job we're just about to finish uh, Friday the Thirteenth and Elm Street to make make a bit of room for this <laughs> this series. Uh, but yeah, so we're here, obviously we're here today to talk about the original nineteen fifty eight film, which is definitely obviously an adaptation of sorts of the book. Which uh, there are differences right. though. Mm. We'll talk about the differences. Um, the only other previous version of Dracula I think we've done is the Werner Herzog Nosferatu from 1979. I think that's the only actual Dracula adaptation we've reviewed, unless I'm forgetting one. And do you not include the uh, Universal Dracula? Because we did that, right? No, we never did that. We haven't done that yet. We never? Oh, I thought we did. <laughs> no, the only, <laughs> only Universal movie we did was Frankenstein, and we should go back and do those sequels at some point. Uh, we did Mummy. Too. Oh, we did. Yeah, we're right. We did do the yeah. mummy. You're right. We did do okay. that as well. Uh, so again, yes, I, I think it probably makes sense for us to like always be working through one of the Hammer series or one of the Universal series. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess that this is up now, just because we happen to be starting it now. But maybe we'll go back and like do the sequels to Frankenstein or something next, uh, yeah. as your cat is hacking mm-hmm. uh, to death in the background. Uh, so <laughs> he's just playing with the food bowl. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Dracula. Uh, so you hadn't seen this before. Uh, is basically what you said earlier. Right. Yeah. yeah. Although I, I, I do remember the ending. So I feel like I must have seen that scene or a clip or something of it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, we'll start spoiler free before we get to spoilers. Obviously, there's not a whole lot to spoil in it because it's just a Dracula sure. adaptation. If you if you're familiar with Dracula, you'll know the the beats of it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, although maybe the differences, which is I guess is would count as spoilers. Uh, what I will say is, uh, when I, when I booted up my Blu-ray for this, it, it gave me two cuts. It gave me, like, two options to watch. And it was, like, the 2007 BFI restoration or the 2012 Hammer restoration. And I, I, I googled it. I was like, okay, what's the differences? Which one should I watch? What's going on? And so, basically, when it was released originally in the UK, 
it was censored because they thought it was too violent. Or, you know, some of the gore moments were too much. Uh, which is fu- which is funny because now <laughs> now it's like a twelve. It's just like it's like nothing now. Uh, right. But the original US cut did have the main thing they took out, which was the staking of one of the vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the 2007 BFI restoration has that scene in it. So that's basically the American cut. Uh, okay. The 2012 Hammer cut adds in some extra footage that was in the original Japanese cut, which has some more uh, sort of effect shots from some stuff at the end and one of the other deaths. And that's kind of like the most uncut version. Although it it does technically have a couple of other seconds that are cut from it. Not because they're Mm. too violent or anything like that, but because Mm. to keep the audio track in sync, they had to take something out elsewhere in the scenes for the extra shots they added in. Yeah. (laughs) So... I think that cut also they include a CGI job of the hut, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, the, the cheap piece. <laughs> uh, so I don't know which cut you watched. They're not the, the, the run times are not that much different. They're all, they're all about mm. eighty two minutes. They're all, they're all mm. really close. There's not much of a difference. An eighty minute movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you love an eighty minute movie. Uh, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure we'll make up for it soon with a two hour, two and a half hour epic. Uh, when's Ari Aster's next movie coming out he always likes to do a long one uh, and I say that I, I like his movies but <laughs> so so yes out of the way I watched the, the, the Hammer restoration cut from 2012 which includes the Japanese footage yeah I, I um, yeah I, I don't know which cut I watched I just rented it on uh, Vudu uh, it is streaming on something called like fubo or fobo <laughs> which um i i was gonna do but then it was like uh you had to sign up for it and you get like a seven day free trial but like um if you don't uh cancel it after that, it's like 70 dollars a month and i was like eh, i don't want to do this i was rented for three bucks <laughs> wait what 70 dollars a month yeah it's I, I don't know like what what it's this thing is supposed to be but you, it was like insane are you, are you sure it's not per year no, it said uh, per month. I was pretty sure. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, it was early in the morning, so maybe uh, <clears throat> my eyes were blurry or something. But yeah, because I've heard of Fubo. Um, I know Fubo has a lot of like obscure like stuff. It probably has a mm. lot of like you know British movies and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I can't imagine their charge. Char- I mean, no other service <laughs> charges that a month for a, a streaming movie service. Come on, now. <laughs> mm. uh, well, maybe it was in pounds or something, and I. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I didn't do the conversion. Um, I do feel your pain, though. I actually just got charged for something that I forgot to cancel. So I, I, they got a month out of me after the free trial, and I'm, I'm mad about it. Uh, uh, damn you, movie. Damn you. All right. Anyway, uh, I've canceled I, I, I think that's, like, most, like... Um... I, I think that's, like, a lot of businesses, like, game plan. They probably just yeah, expect people to be... Uh, just too lazy or to forget. Mm-hmm. I'm usually quite good with remembering, but I just... Do you know what annoyed, mm. annoyed me, though? Is I remember to check it, because, oh, I didn't cancel that soon. I checked mm. it the day after it charged. I was so uh, mad. Uh, I was so mad. Anyway. <laughs> so, Lord. yes. Uh, so, out of curiosity, then, when you watched it, what did the t- what did the title say on the... Not not in, like, the, when you were renting it, but, like, on the actual t- movie, when it came up, the title card? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was just Dracula. Uh, mm. I, <laughs> once you started talking about the different titles now, I'm kind of starting to second guess myself, but I, 
I'm pretty sure it was Dracula. Yeah. Well, that means it was I, it was at least the 2007 version, if not the 2012 mm-hmm. version. Because that, that's when the title reverted back to Dracula, is when they restored yeah. it. They said, oh, we're going to put the original title card back <clears> in. And... and it is like one of those weird things, too. Like, when I searched it, I search Horror of Dracula, and then it comes up, but then just it just says Dracula. Like, mm. you know, when it says, like, select the yeah that's why option or whatever when i was telling tim what movie he was watching for this i was like i mean i gave him like multiple details i'm like okay it's called dracula (laughs) but it could also be called horror of dracula it's directed by terence fisher it came out in 1950 i was giving him all these details so he could make sure he was watching the right thing (laughs) Uh, and who knows if i did (laughs) we'll see we'll see yeah we'll find out uh so obviously we're going to start spoiler free uh I mean, yeah, this is your basic, you know, Jonathan Harker goes to... I mean, it's not Transylvania in this movie. It's uh, uh, Klausenberg he goes to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he goes to Castle Dracula, uh, encounters Dracula, as you expect. But there are there are some changes, which we'll get into in spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, that's basically... I don't really have to give you much more of a premise. You know, Dracula's a, va- <laughs> Dracula's a vampire. He comes to England afterwards yeah. and terrorizes, mm-hmm. you know, Lucy and Mina. And Van Helsing's there and he wants to try and stop him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a basic Dracula setup with some... Some little changes here or there we'll get, we'll get to. Uh, so, Tim, what did you... Did you did you like? Did you enjoy Dracula 1958? Mm. The Hammer Dracula? Uh, I did, actually. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, uh, that much of a surprise, but, you know, uh, Christopher Lee <laughs> did a really good job as uh, Dracula. And, um, yeah, it's... I, I mean, I'm a sucker for, like, <laughs> Dracula... Uh, you know fiction in general uh you know so i'm like already kind of predisposed uh to like it but you know i, I yeah i i've seen a lot of different um yeah dracula movies and uh and again like you know hammer does have this reputation for being you know like um really good uh you know a uh, prestige uh company for you know making like hor- horror movies like around this uh period so uh yeah, I, I was surprised. Uh, as well, I guess I shouldn't have been surprised, but as I was watching, I was like, "Oh, you know, I'm really digging this." Uh, yeah, I like the way it looks. I like the uh, actors here. It's um, you know, sometimes with you know these kind of older movies, you do run the gamut of, you know, maybe you know being like a little out of date or something. But I think this still like you know plays you know perfectly well in the 2020. And uh, hey, it was cool. There was like a. Uh, Plenty of cool <laughs> vampire shenanigans <laughs> going on. Hmm. I, 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 I know, Tim. See when you turn. I don't know if you watched this with the wife, but see, did you know you mm-hmm. you you're putting it on, right? And mm-hmm. it you know it comes up saying Hammer at the start. Did you turn it away and go, mm-hmm. it's Hammer time? <laughs> uh, no. I mean, I might have to do that next time. But I, <laughs> uh, I, I watched this early in, in the morning, so she was still. Uh, asleep usually one of us has to get up early to let the dogs out and then you know very tiredly feed uh, all four animals uh so i i basically like woke up with not having much sleep and immediately watching this movie oh so this is the perfect movie to watch when you've just woken up it's got, it's got that kind of morning yeah. vibe to it bizarrely sure and I'm sure when they're making Hammer Horror movies, they didn't intend that to be how they feel. But in, 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 <laughs> in present day, that's how they kind of feel. They kind of kind of a cozy horror. It's mm. it's funny because the, the Hammer like set of movies, obviously, they're mostly known for their adaptations mm. of the classic monsters, which is funny because it, it kind of turns Hammer into at least a, a, a glance in my mind. I think of them as like 
well you had the universal monsters of the 30s and mm-hmm. the 40s and then hammer kind of did their versions of a lot of the same characters in the 50s and 60s uh, mm-hmm. they have a lot of other films as well like i mean i, I remember for a while on, on dvd back in the day i had a box set of like it was like 20 movies and only a few of them were you know dracula and things like that like mm-hmm. a lot of them were just these other movies that they, they made in that time like horror movies or yeah horror yeah like, they're all yeah okay. pretty much a horror or at the very least like you know sort of dark thrillers if nothing else okay. uh so you know as uh, some are maybe borderline sci-fi like, i mean quartermass for example might be a bit more sci-fi than horror but you know all mm-hmm. genre stuff all stuff that was for the you know the cult audience for the you know the midnight theaters and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff uh it's, it's, it's a very kind of cozy this is kind of you know it's definitely kind of still old school uh it, it kind of mm. feels like obviously what they were essentially doing is that they were saying this takes some of these classic characters and you know all those old universal movies are all black and white mm. they're all shot from this early day of cinema and for the mm. time you know by this point in cinema like everything was pretty much switching to color some exceptions of course still you know this is two years before cycle but mm-hmm. they it's basically let's they, do all the, these films and modern Vaughn, psycho shut up <laughs> 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 yes but that's actually 40 years later yeah but this movie this is actually really old now when you think this is this is a 62 year old movie now uh but like you know, i feel like it was just a case of let's do modern versions in color uh and mm-hmm. modern styles which obviously feels very dated and kind of you know old school now but at the yeah. time i'm sure this felt like the modern version of these things these modern underground you know renegade british versions of dracula and frankenstein mm-hmm. and all that whereas obviously now i mean we don't necessarily have modern versions of all these characters that we look mm-hmm. to and say that's that's my version uh, my favorite well, version of dracula is probably still herzog's version from 79 mm-hmm. but like one thing i actually i kind of thinking about and i don't know how you feel about this but i i am wondering if it would be possible to do uh dracula set in like modern day and not have it you know instantly be kind of cheesy because like um i don't know i I feel like something about the story kind of lends itself to that you know Mm. time period um which i mean not saying that necessarily like couldn't be done but um i don't know i I find it like hard to imagine you know something like dracula taking place nowadays uh, we'll find out when we get to Dracula AD 1972, won't we? It's true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's probably possible. I think you have to change it, though. I don't think you can just adapt the book if you're sitting in right. present day. Mm-hmm. I think you have to take your own spin on it and really kind of alter how it works. Yeah. Whereas the original story, if you're adapting it, you, you kind of have to set it in, in the time period it's supposed to be set, in, you know, that 1880 something, whatever the year is. Mm-hmm. and it just it, it, and i think this movie is, is solid i think it works really well it's fun seeing these actors when we mentioned christopher lee and peter cushing it's also mm-hmm. worth mentioning probably the third main character arthur is played by michael goff who is alfred in the uh, tim burton <laughs> and joel schumacher schumacher batman films and it's mm-hmm. one of those things because he's like 30 years younger you don't necessarily recognize him right away but once he says a few lines of dialogue you're like wait that's alfred <laughs> that's alfred pennyworth <laughs> damn it uh so he's in there he plays uh mm-hmm the husband to mina who in this for some reason is not jonathan harker this is for some reason there's so many adaptations of dracula that for some reason insist on switching mina and lucy around and i don't know why it's weird yeah yeah but you know <laughs> lucy's actually jonathan's like fiance in this mm-hmm. where it's supposed to be mina 
and then Arthur in this is Lucy's brother, and then he's married to Mina. So they, they swap around mm. some of the names for some reason. I, I, I don't know why, but uh, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, I don't really consider that one a spoiler, unlike some of the other changes that we're going to talk about later. But, sure. uh, but no, it's, it's still sort in, you know, sound stages. It's still got these, uh, you know, it's, it's that Technicolor sort of look to it. Uh, I think what surprised mm. me watching this again, because this is the second time I've seen it, is just how little screen time Christopher Lee actually has in this one. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they kind of treat him as like, you know, he's, he's this uh, force that we don't see that often. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I don't know if it actually creates kind of that the quite the atmosphere that the book has, but I do mm-hmm. appreciate the attempt to kind of have him be this entity that isn't just always there, like, monologuing. In fact, honestly, it, after the opening where he meets Jonathan, he has, like, almost no lines of dialogue for the whole yeah, movie. I, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, like, he barely speaks at all, really. <laughs> yeah, which is funny because mm-hmm. you, you'd think the star of uh, Howling 2 your sister's a werewolf <laughs> would uh, right. be hamming it up all over the place. And I assume he probably has more dialogue in the sequels. They'd probably sure. give him a lot more to do because mm-hmm. he's Christopher Lee and he was popular mm-hmm. as Dracula. So, mm-hmm. But here, he, you know, he's very quiet. He, he shows up and like, sort of stands at windows and kind of looks menacing. And, you know, mm-hmm. he, he has that evil shot where the, the, the beam of light is going to cross his eye like all the time. Yeah. He has a lot of that. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of, uh, lot of swooping, I feel like. Yeah, they, they really go with the idea that he's, he's uh, his cloak is like a cape and mm-hmm. he's kind of like flying around, not literally flying, mm-hmm. just kind of gliding through the yeah. through the scene, uh, as it, as it were. Um, so, no, I, I yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy this one. I, I think it's definitely a bit campy by today's standards. Sure, yeah, yeah and that's okay because I, I don't necessarily mm-hmm. necessarily get camp from the original Universal one, and I, I wonder if that's just mm-hmm. because of the the feeling of it because it's in black and white and because it's from a completely different era whereas this one feels like i feel like stuff from the 50s 60s really does come mm-hmm. across as campy in that era before we sort of got a bit more gritty with with movies uh yeah i think that's maybe where this falls into and that's not a complaint it's of its time and i think as a movie of its time it's a very enjoyable you know brisk 82 minutes uh, mm-hmm. that, that goes through the beats and uh obviously the cast are a big part of that i, I think you know peter cushing delivering all this exposition as van helsing is, is a big reason why it, <laughs> why it isn't as entertaining as it is shall we move on to spoilers then Tim? Are you, are we, are we, are we, sure let's are, do it are we ready to do that okay <laughs> i will thank our patreon producers for the month so thank you to allison m fordyce tyler hess cindy palaceus david short board now and zammer jammer uh, they are all mm-hmm. patrons at $20 or above, which is why they're producers. But you can support us at patreon.com slash TV for as little as $1 per month and get bonuses, including an extra episode, an exclusive extra episode of Streams After Midnight every month. At the $5 tier, you get early access to the episodes by one day and you get to vote in uh, an episode every month as well. So go and have a look and see if you want to support everything we're doing. Uh, as the sunshine is getting brighter behind me and looks like I'm mm-hmm. about to burn like a vampire. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, here we are. So... Yeah, uh, so full spoilers then for Horror of Dracula from 1958. So let's talk about some of the differences then. Uh, mm. First thing first is that Jonathan isn't there to facilitate... Because in, in the book and in a lot of the adaptations, Jonathan's there to set up the but, fact that Dracula wants to move to England. And he's there to kind of he, like... you know, he's, he's a real estate agent. <laughs> basically, yeah. He's, he's a glorified he's, real estate agent. I always think that's funny that, you know, so many... A lot, a lot of times you forget that, um, you know, the a big part of Dracula is about like buying a home, and, like <laughs> which like in in of itself like 
yeah buying a house and moving that that is like kind of scary and then uh <laughs> you had a vampire to it it's oof. oh boy and tim says that as someone who just moved into a new house in the last year oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I've always appreciated that because this idea that he wants to like, he's he's already like everyone in this country. Uh, you're typically in Transylvania is already so scared of him that he yeah. he has to move somewhere else where people are unsuspecting. So that's why he wants to move to another mm. country. Yeah, and the, I kind of like the like the weird like uh, how mundane it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this, yeah, like big powerful. <laughs> you know monster but he still is like all right i gotta do this right i gotta find the right agent mm-hmm. i gotta you know bring him over here to take some take a look around yeah he has to do all legit so that his coffin won't be disturbed once he's moved yep. into his new house you know mm-hmm. if he just hides his coffin in some derelict place it'll, you know it's, it's suspicious some people might come across it and mm-hmm. all, all these other things you know it makes sense it makes sense to me but jonathan's not yeah. there for that he's actually there to like organize his books <laughs> what i think was what i got he's he's there to like, organize his library uh i i guess i, I think i might have missed this because i'm gonna uh yeah been like <laughs> feeding the do- dogs or something well i should explain uh, but... he's not really there for that that's what he claims to be there for and okay. why dracula wants him there he's, he's there to catalog his library uh, but then when he's writing because this is one thing they actually keep from the books is they try and keep the idea that he's writing a journal because every so often it'll go to narration and he'll be like writing and he's in his diary he uh he does say though that he's actually secretly there to kill dracula they actually kind of flip yeah. it around because <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing when van helsing shows up after to look for him in this movie van helsing and jonathan are already friends and jonathan's there on behalf of van helsing to hunt dracula and like prove that he's really a vampire and and all that so it's kind of an interesting twist in fact one of the other differences right at the start was that you know we start the movie with jonathan just arriving at the castle he uh you know we don't have that that whole thing where it's secretly dracula pretending to be the the, the coachman who takes <laughs> him there it's just you know the coachman just takes him to the castle and turns around so it's those little <laughs> details that are just kind of different from the the original story and what is in a lot of the adaptations as well uh, yeah but yeah I, I kind of do like the uh, the approach, though, of, like, Harker being so uh, proactive. And mm. he does actually, you know, manage to uh, stake that one girl, which, uh, yeah, I, I guess that's, um, you know, basically what we get instead of the... Uh, I, I forget how many brides were in the book, if it was a specific number, but... I want to say three, but I could, three, be, yeah. I could be wrong. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, we, we get that one uh, girl, but... I, Although is was she kind of a a victim before like obviously it gets to a point where she turns but yeah it seems like she was kind of pleading uh for his help at first it's unclear like she just tried to trick him she just tried to lull him into yeah. false sense of security uh, so she can so she can bite on feed on him I I, I don't mm. know um actually yeah I guess actually yeah I think you're probably right it, yeah because when he uh stakes her it seems like she yeah it turns into an old woman so maybe yeah she has been there for a while yeah it's like she becomes her her actual age when when, yeah. he, when he stakes her which actually yeah which implied that dracula's had her captive in the castle for like decades which is yeah. <laughs> you know, just a really sinister aspect to add on to the whole fact that he's made her into a vampire mm-hmm. uh but he he uh like i say like dracula at the start of the movies the only time we really get to hear him speak is when he's talking to him and like welcome mm-hmm. him and showing him his bedroom and stuff uh Hell yeah 
Why is that a hell yeah? <laughs> what <are> um, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? This is a nice cat. This is a nice bedroom. <laughs> I need to bring the hammer down here. No crickets. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> Look, there's going to be a lot of hammer-based puns. All right, just accept it. Accept it in your life at this point. Uh, I, I was more impressed that when he arrives, and obviously it's during the day, so Dracula's not there. He's 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 prepared meal, mm -hmm. a meal for him though. There's like a table of food, and he like lifts mm -hmm. up the you know the the platter, and he's like, ooh, he's like chicken. <laughs> he's like he's all excited. He's like, um, mm, I, I get a meal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's all he's all about it. Uh, so actually, the motivation for Dracula because he's not planning to move is that he just he happens to see a photo of uh, Lucy, the fiance, mm -hmm. on on the mantle because the, the Jonathan puts up. And he's like, oh, she's hubba, very hubba. beautiful. You're a very lucky man, uh, Mr. Harker. Mm -hmm. He's like, yes, I am. Uh, mm -hmm. So he just comes for Lucy. He's just he's just attracted by the, uh, by, by the Lucy. He sees someone, he wants, he's like, I want to bleed Lean. her dry. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? Oh, bleed her dry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What'd you think I said? <laughs> I thought you said blow dry. I was like, what? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, bleed hard dry. He's a vampire. Keep up. Okay, okay, I got you. Vampires drink blood, oh. Tim. Come on, they have to explain everything to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't necessarily say it in the movie. <laughs> what do you mean they say it? You see him feeding on her. The whole thing is that once... So, basically, after you stake the, the woman that was trying to kill him, Dracula sneaks out because oh, why Jonathan li li leaves it until just before uh, you know dusk to to go and try and stake them. Maybe it just, <laughs> yeah. maybe it just takes him that long to find the coffins. But he finds them. He stakes her. But Dracula sneaks around. He comes up at the door. Mm -hmm. It's a big moment. I actually uh, the famous shot of Dracula sort of like you know going you know mm -hmm. uh, what would you call that again? The words like ba burying his fangs. No, 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 hissing. He he hisses. Oh, that's, that's what I'm for. Uh, he hisses at them. It's, it's when uh, he catches her trying to bite him uh, the first time, mm -hmm. uh, and he comes out at them. Uh, but he, uh, you know, he's at the door. It, you know, mm -hmm. Jonathan backs away in fear. It just cuts to the next scene, and it's mm -hmm. the Van Helsing coming to the, the end, which we never even see Jonathan at. But that's typically a part of the book and part of the story is that we see, mm -hmm. we see Jonathan at this inn, and they all warn him not to go. Like, no, don't you dare go up to that castle. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. um, and they don't want to talk to him about it. They don't want to talk to Van Helsing about anything that's happened. But the waitress is kind of nice and gives him the journal uh, mm -hmm. that, that they've found. And he goes up to the castle and he basically okay. just sees like a... I think it's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, think it's kind of, I think it's kind of funny uh, when he's at the, the tavern or whatever or inn. And he um, yeah, just orders a meal. But like... <laughs> Doesn't ask for I, anything specific. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, imagine like... Yeah, I guess like choices were probably like so limited then that you just go like, "Hey, can I have a meal?" and then just give you whatever. It's funny. Yeah, I know it's that in a lot of movies set set in this sort of time period. They'll just uh, say yeah. stuff like, "Give give me a meal, give me a drink," and they'll they'll never mm. say what they actually want or or they'll never be offered anything specific. It'll just be, "This is what we have," and you will accept <laughs> it. Uh, basically. Uh, so he, he sees like a coach fly out the castle, and mm. again, not literally, just you know, I mean, just quickly. Uh, <laughs> So, but he, he goes to England to explain to Lucy that Jonathan's dead. Uh, he doesn't actually speak to her directly, though, because she's sick. She's already in bed. And this is, again, this is a change, is that she's already been seeing Dracula. Dracula's already been coming mm -hmm. and feeding on her. So she's already sick. Uh, sliding into her DMs. <laughs> 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 uh, 
that's the thing though like these days if, if dracula was like getting like a real estate agent to like mm. set up like a buy where he's before he moves like country he'd be doing it over mm. skype it, it's like yeah. dracula i'm going to lure this this real estate agent out here and then it'd be mm. like no no, no just, you know do 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 do, do. I, what's the skype noise i can't remember i literally i literally hear it every day before we, we start recording i can't remember what it is now I, I I can hear it, but I don't know how to vocalize it. Now I I am curious though if I would vampires be able to be seen on on Skype? Like I don't know. Like what's the if they can't be seen in mirrors? Do I don't know? Like our videos Te- and stuff work? <laughs> Technically, because there's a reflection involved when you're recording someone on camera. They shouldn't show up on camera. But I okay. feel like there's a lot of vampire like media that just ignores that part because they want to have them show up on film. You know, I I'm kind of getting sick of like how lazy like people get with like vampire stuff. Like um actually yeah, since we're in quarantine, I I've had time to just watch a ton of stuff and actually watched all of Preacher. Mm. And and one of the main characters in that is a vampire and like it, it feels like they just like i like you know what screw it he, he can just like go out in the day <laughs> like like the, you know the, there are times where he'll burst in flames but there are other times where it's just like yeah fine who cares <laughs> and i don't know it really I, bugs me i don't mind if if you set up in your own thing that vampires can I mean, it's worth mentioning the original dracula book he can go out in daytime he's weaker true, in daytime yeah. but it doesn't kill him mm-hmm. uh so uh, it's worth mentioning even that even the original Dracula book doesn't have that that exact mm-hmm. rule. Uh, this movie does, and yeah. of course more, most <laughs> vampire things do. But if you tell me, mm-hmm. okay, in this world, vampires don't get killed by sunlight, I'll be mm-hmm. like, you know what, fine. Like if that's your rule, that's mm-hmm. your rule. But it's the inconsistency that bothers me. Yeah, you know, I, ha- I, I, having a burst out of flame sometimes, but not others. Yeah, uh, I I agree. It uh, yeah, it it, it irks me. <laughs> yeah. I always like the way that the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer did it, and uh, mm. like they actually played with the idea that you can be in shadow. It's only direct sunlight that will hurt you, and they they set that up quite early on. So there's a, there's a lot of like Spike like hanging out in like the shadow, mm. <laughs> like where just you know, yeah. uh, so he's not actually in the daylight and stuff like that. I like that. I like that mm. because it presents this sort of like workaround, but that has a hard rule where you can sort of see, you can literally see where the line is, <laughs> like where they can walk and where yeah. they can't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh so where are we where are we so yes uh dracula's already feeding on lucy and they've got a doctor who's like oh it's a you know anemia and he's blah 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 mm. but when van helsing hears that that's what's wrong with her he's like wait a minute because he obviously he's already studying vampires he's listening to mm. recordings of himself that it's actually one of the funniest bits of exposition in the whole movie for me that he's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like a tape recording but obviously it's not tape recording because it's you know before those times it's like a big you know mm. gramophone thing with a recorder and he's listening to himself explain the rules of the vampire and then he records like a new one at the end but it's just so funny to me that he's listening to himself <laughs> and that's how we get a lot i mean obviously we know all this anyway basically from other yeah. stuff but if, you, if this is somehow is the first vampire thing you've ever seen and this is explaining the rules of a vampire it just it's funny to me that he's listening to himself and that's how we get the exposition yeah i i do like whatever that machine he was using like i don't know <laughs> if that was like high tech back in the day but like I, don't know, I, I thought it looked kind of cool. I'm pretty and sure. Then, I'm pretty sure in the 1880s it was pretty high tech. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, this is like it, it. It's a. It's also kind of a nice nod uh, 
to the book uh, as well like because the like obviously you know in the book it's not like you know audio recordings like this but again it is kind of you know doing that um what do you call it a episcalatory style thing uh uh you know where you know it's telling the story through like found uh diaries you know, like journals diaries yeah, and stuff yeah letters um, things like that so not exactly the same but kind of like a cool movie version way of doing that yeah, you could almost do it. I mean, I'll be shocked if this hasn't been done, actually. But you could do, like, mm-hmm. uh, the way we're saying here that an audio recording is kind of like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a radio drama where it's all told through, like, audio oh, yes. diary sort of things. Like, that, that could be something cool. I'm sure the BBC has done one. They they do, like, radio <laughs> dramas for everything. Yeah, they also had a new Dracula like, show earlier this year, and it was garbage. Hell so. yeah. Hell yeah. Ruled. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. I like the nuns in it. <laughs> the badass nuns who like fight yeah, back hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I mean that was the best part don't get me wrong the, the, the badass nun was easily the best part of that thing but yeah Dracula and that was terrible I hate them anyway <laughs> uh, so yeah obviously he, he checks her neck she's got the bite marks and she's he's like hey Mina make sure you put garlic in her room shut the windows and no matter how much she complains don't change any of this and of course the maid like Gerda. decides to just listen to her. Was that was that the Gerda? Gerda, Gerda. yeah. Gerda, okay. Gerda, yeah. Gerda. I, I'm this... sorry, I I hate her so much. Like what? Is... <laughs> well, I I'll, I'll probably put a little bit of this on Van Helsing as well because he really should have like emphasized the importance to everyone, like not just yeah. like you know Mina, but like yeah, you really gotta get everyone on the same page here and then like you know what's gonna happen but yeah once you see her you know start you know putting all the garlic and stuff away and opening the windows it's like you freaking idiot what the hell (laughs) i believe the phrase i said out loud at this point was you silly cow uh (laughs) like so obviously this is like the last time he has to feed on her before she dies because you know she's Mm. he's been feeding off her like night after night for a while this is her final Mm. night and like so it's at this point where Van Helsing shows up and like Mel's Goff wants nothing to do with him, but he's like, No, read Jonathan's journal. I'm I'm ready to tell you how he died and you know about vampires because now you've seen the evidence, you you've felt the pain of someone's death. This is how it happens, and we have to try and do this. Because what he actually wants to do is he wants to use Lucy uh to, to lure Dracula out. He wants to like follow Lucy because Lucy's gonna become a vampire now. And they're waiting outside, uh, and this is how like, Jonathan is, is, or sorry, Jonathan, uh, Arthur, uh, Michael Goff's character, how he's proven mm. the vampire's existence is that he sees Lucy. Because uh, there's like mm. a scene where like, a little girl says that she saw Lucy, and she was scared of her. And then mm. we have this scene where it's, you know, he goes to check her where her body is, it's not there at night, mm. she, he's attacked by Lucy, and then of course, you know, Van Helsing jumps out with a cross and saves him. And then they have to, and he's like, "Hey, let's use her. Let's use her and like, you know, lure out Dracula." And Miles Goff wants nothing to do with it. He's like, "No, I, I can't. No, she, we must put her out of her misery right now." So he insists that they, they, they end their vampire undead status. So we get a stake scene, and this is your old school vampire movie where it's like a stake and a hammer. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> uh, always cracks me up. Again, growing up being so used to Buffy, we just sort of stabbed him with a stake. It's just really funny <laughs> to me having the little hammer. We're going to chis- you know, like bash it in, but. Yeah uh so they, so they kill they kill her uh but notably she actually looks like a normal person again once once mm-hmm. they stake her uh and it's kind of this moment of beauty after the death mm-hmm. uh you know but she does scream she does like sort of scream in pain as as as, as he stakes her so 
uh, <clears throat> it becomes this sort of detective hunt for Dracula. Like, how are we going to find him? And they have to go and bribe like the guy who like sort of like accepted the coffin into the country and all the rest of it. Uh, but the big thing here is that Lucy's tricked into going and visiting Dracula. Some kid comes up and says, "Oh, your husband Wait, gave me a message." Lucy? Sorry, Mina. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, look, it's supposed to be <laughs> Mina who's with. Jonathan, right. I'm, I'm mixing the names up because they've swapped the names around the bastards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Mina gets uh, tricked into going to see Dracula because this kid says, "Oh, your husband told me to go meet. You should go meet him at this place." And mm. sure enough, Dracula's there, and she comes in the next day, and she's got like a fur coat on, and she's like wrapped it around her neck so you can't see her <laughs> neck. Uh, and they're, you know, and they're still looking for Dracula, and it's all very, mm. you know. Gun ho, jolly ho, we'll find this this monster and we'll we'll discover him and we'll kill him. And basically so no one had jobs back then. Jeez. Yeah, apparently not. And also this is one of these <laughs> things and I am pretty sure I mentioned this when we did Frankenstein, but the characters mm. in all these movies and the Hammer movies and in the, the Universal movies, they're always rich people. Because That's this, true. <laughs> this is not how most people lived in eighteen eighties. This this is you know, this is your upper class uh yeah. <laughs> you know, privileged society. Uh they yeah they they have a maid and they're not living in like a hut so yes <laughs> they're definitely rich i mean even the fact that van helsing has uh, has like a machine to record his voice you think it's regular true, yeah. people could afford that in the 1880s oh no god no that, that's this is the privileged uh upper class they're probably mm. a bunch of racist assholes let's be honest i mean there's no oh, evidence sure. of it yeah there's no evidence <laughs> of it in the movie because obviously there's nothing but white people in the movie because it's you know yeah. it's a movie that was made in 1958 uh right. but you know it's just, it's just worth pointing out uh mm-hmm. but basically when they're going to go hunt after dracula they're going to try and find dracula uh arthur tries to and give her scares him uh, well yes and always scares them when they're out because <laughs> well no, this is afterwards because when they realize that that uh mina has uh is a has been bit bee stings the, the cross uh hurts her that's how they find out mm. uh Van Hells is like, okay, let's guard the house. We'll wait for Dracula to show up. There's no way he can get in. And it's that's when the, the owl scare happens, when that owl <laughs> screams at Arthur. It's like, it's like it's, it's funny. I was like, oh, is this like the you know, 1950s version of like a jump scare? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, but of course, they're shocked to discover that Dracula did get inside and he's drained her of a lot of blood, so much so that Arthur gives her a transfusion and he's like he's drinking his whiskey and he's like oh well, we have to do something this is all my fault if i had listened to you van helsing and let and let you use lucy as bait my dear sister then we could have ended this before it ever got to mina and he's like ah oh, you know it is your your fault old chap but you know we're, 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 i didn't say that i'm just i'm adding that in but sure ultimately uh the the stupid what garda was her name yeah. Casually just <laughs> mentions maid. here because they say, Oh, take this down to the basement. We're we're gonna like set up somewhere for uh, Van Helsing mm. to sleep or whatever. Uh she's like, Oh no, uh you know, after after last time when I uh, when I followed the orders of, of Lucy and that got her killed, I've been very careful, you know, to follow all orders since then. Uh and, you know, Madame Mina told me to never go down to the basement. And then Van Helsing's like wait a minute and then they go down there and of course dracula's coffin is in the basement <laughs> that's how he got to the room but without going into the window because he's in because i like this actually that uh arthur's like oh legends of vampires like they can turn into bats right mm. and wolves 
and mm-hmm. Van Helsing's like, no, that's just a myth. That, that doesn't really happen. But then Arthur thinks that maybe he really can because how did he get into the house when they were guarding like both sides? Mm-hmm. Um, I like that because you know, obviously in some adaptations and in the book, Dracula can turn into like a wolf. Uh, right. It is something that can happen. So I like that they played with that. Mm-hmm. They played with that expectation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? No. <laughs> Well, I mean, as we all know from uh, Symphony of the Night, the, you know, main forms that a vampire can take are a wolf, a bat, and uh, some mist, uh, which is how you get through uh, grates in that game. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, it tracks for me. <laughs> yeah, just check, just check. Well, what, what do you make of this? Because this is kind of the bulk of the movie, really, is like them mm-hmm. hunting Dracula and then trying to like catch him coming for Lucy. That, that's That's the bulk of the movie, really, when you think about it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's fine. Uh, I, I'll be honest, it's not necessarily the the stuff that I, I like the most. Um, you know, the I think in, like, most adaptations, I, I always like the uh, the Lucy, like, section a little bit. I don't know, something about it uh, always seems, like, really creepy to me. And, like, and especially this when the, yeah, like, little girl is, like, giving her, you know, monologue and... Um, you know when it ends and she says like it was lucy lucy that came out or whatever like i don't know like i i do find that uh that to be creepy and then um yeah the the idea of them having to yeah like you know uh find her and kill her um uh, yeah i really like that part and then um yeah the you know actual confrontation and stuff i like and i, I like a lot of the opening stuff but um yeah, the this not that this stuff is bad or anything, but um, yeah, it, it didn't maybe excite me as some of the other stuff in the movie. Yeah, because obviously in the original Dracula, the Universal one, there's a lot of Dracula like getting to know the people, like pretending to be a human yeah. and like socializing with them. And here, you, you the only time you see him is when he comes through the window, and then you see him here when they go down to the basement and find the coffin, uh, Van Helsing. He turns around and Dracula basically walks in behind him and goes, "Oh shit!" and then backs out and locks the door. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> uh, and then obviously Arthur lets him out and then they, they basically chase Dracula all the way back to Romania like I'm not sure how this works <laughs> they're in a horse and carriage and they chase him back to his castle uh, like they had to get a boat at some point like did they both get separate boats were they on the same boat I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is what well, did they ever say it, like where are they supposed to be um like uh mina and, and stuff like are they supposed to be in england or i thought they were somewhere? i mean that's I, usually, I, I, that's usually where they were hold on hold on i'm on the uh, wiki page let's see if it says uh, yeah. uh da, 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 da. uh days pass and daughter van helsing arrives mm-hmm. in klosenberg looking for harker yeah yeah, yeah. klosenberg's mm-hmm. where we start uh that's right, it's coffin transformed. Uh housing stakes Harker before leaving for the town of Karstadt. Oh, maybe they're not in England. You know what? Actually, you may be right. They may actually still be living like somewhere in Romania. That that might make more sense because if does. they take out the yeah. whole plot about moving and, and stuff, then You know what? Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Uh I mean why everyone in this town has an English accent is 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 <laughs> Because when they're when they're in the, the I mean I suppose they have English accent in the in the tavern as well so yeah everyone just has an English accent for no reason okay fair enough if that's is, the way it is that's the way it is 
Dracula is like a little tough because there's so many different like adaptations and movies about him. It is like hard not to kind of go in into it with like assumptions and to mm-hmm. um yeah automatically yeah like that it'd, it'd be very easy to think like oh well yeah now this is the part where they're in england or something yeah and, i mean i I, yeah. I just added a whole plot hole that i was making fun of that turned out not to be a plot hole because i just i just assumed they went back to england because that's usually what happens I'll, yeah I'll, I'll agree with you though that it is like you know it, it's it shouldn't be like a five minute drive <laughs> well i mean it's it's because it's starting to be dawn when they get there so i i, I think yeah. the implication is that they've been riding for like a few hours by the time they get there but it's, it's definitely yeah. much closer to the like the rest of the movie than usually like his starting mm-hmm. castle is yeah but uh he um when he gets there he tries to because he, he runs off with with lucy of course but that's when they're chasing him he's got, he's got lucy and dracula mm-hmm. tries to bury her essentially alive uh I suppose to save her as a vampire, but uh, they 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 sort of run, catch up to him. Arthur goes for Lucy to get her out of the grave. Oh, Van Helsing, sorry, yeah, Mina. I keep saying Lucy. I'm sorry. <laughs> he has Mina, right? Uh, he goes to get Mina. Uh, Van Helsing chased Dracula into the castle, and they have a bit of a fight where there's some ducking and diving. Dracula is mm. like gliding around. Uh, he grabs like you know two metal candlesticks at one point to make a cross. Mm. The big thing though is that. Van Helsing, and you know, as much as Peter Cushing's obviously not as old as he is later, because obviously this is like 20 years before he's even in Star Wars, but mm-hmm. he's still not a young man in this movie. He's still like in his 50s at least, but he does a jump at one point and like pulls the, the, mm-hmm. the giant drapes off a window and the sunlight beams in and we get this mm-hmm. extended portion here where Dracula's hand like, you know, crumbles to dust and like, you know, decomposes mm-hmm. and then like another hand does it and then his face eventually sort of does it and that's how Dracula is defeated. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, he always comes back, hence some sequels, but uh, <laughs> that's the end of the movie. Uh, I was surprised uh, about uh, with the special effects. I thought they looked pretty cool, like, you know, mm. which, you know, some, I mean, obviously it's like a little cheesy, but I mean, given the time period, I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. The The one complaint that I have is like, um, you know, there's kind of like this big, long, like, uh, table and so yeah they're fighting and then um like van helsing like jumps up on the table and runs you know to the window where he opens the drapes but like dracula kind of just lets him run all the way over there i'm like you can't like jump on him or stop him at some point Mm -hmm. or like even grab the table and like pull it out from under him or something like that that was the one thing that kind of stood out to me that i was like "Mm, i feel like you're giving him a little bit of leeway here or at least as he's running, you can run to another room that has darkness. Yeah, I, I, I suppose mm. what you're saying here is, you're, is like, before this, he's been quick enough to get to people. So it's kind of yeah, like the, like, the, the rubber banding of his abilities, I suppose, is what you're complaining about here. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, which, which is a it, fair point. Which is a fair point. It, it's a small complaint. It's not like it you know, ruined the movie for me or anything, but it, it was just kind of struck me as like a little odd, like, hey, come on. Yeah, the final shot of the movie is the ring that Dracula was wearing just sort of sitting there, because the, the dust of what the hand was sort of blows away, mm-hmm. and the ring's just sort of left there. And that's kind of the final mm-hmm. shot as the credits roll. Uh, I did wonder if that was uh, an inspiration for uh, the Castlevania, because that is one of the... In, in Castlevania 2, that's one of the objects you have to find to resurrect Dracula. I was like, oh. oh, very possibly. I mean, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if when they were making Castlevania, they were inspired by a lot... You know, this is... You know, after the Universal movie, this is at the time is probably the second biggest Dracula movie. So, yeah, and especially, I mean, if Japanese uh, Japan had its own cut of it, it, you know, might be popular over there. Yeah, very possibly. Yeah, 
Uh, so, no, nah, I mean, the ending's fun. It's, you know, it has that problem that a lot of Dracula adaptations have that it tends to not have enough time to actually do the whole story. So they have to really sure. kind of condense it down. I, I thought this was a very amicable way of like condensing it, though. The fact that Lucy was already being injured, mm. or I say injured, already being bit by the time Van Helsing mm. gets there. Uh, the fact that it kind of establishes that Van Helsing and Jonathan were already friends. Mm. Like, it does a lot of these things to kind of condense it down and make mm. it like a sort of simpler story. Uh, and like, yeah, the, I mean, I do like Renfield and stuff, but yeah, I don't know if he's like super needed. Yeah, for... obviously there's no Renfield at all. Like, that facet is just mm. completely missing from the movie, uh, which mm. is fine. Uh, so, no, I obviously the, the casting is really good. Uh, like, mm. I, you know, obviously Peter Cushing has gravitas as Van Helsing, mm. which I think is really important for that character. Uh, and Christopher so... Lee does a good job, so. Yeah, would you would you prefer to keep him as Van Helsing, or would you want them to go back and digitally insert uh, Hugh Jackman into all of his scenes? <sighs> I think you know the answer <laughs> to this, Tim. I think I think deep down in your heart, as 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 dark as it may be, you know the answer to that question. Okay, and Jackman, it is. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I do like the um, like you're kind of saying before like I do like that yeah like Van Helsing is like a little more uh, you know kind of like badass in, in this and uh, and I, I do like that they are like proactive and uh, trying to hunt these things down and um, yeah it, it, I mean <laughs> I, always, I always think of the uh, Van Helsing movie <laughs> when I think about this because uh, man it is it does seem like it would be a really cool uh, idea for a movie to have him hunting monsters down but man that was just such a bad <laughs> I, I, I think the idea is solid it's just that that yeah. was you know the, from the director of The Mummy maybe it wasn't the <laughs> the way to go with it uh, yeah <sighs> I know it hurts Tim it hurts it hurts uh, but I mean that's the movie I mean honestly it's a really solid eight, eight two minutes uh, a little bit campy, but if you if you're into like these performances and you know it's it's a bit theatrical, you know the the performances are very theatrical, very pronounced. Yeah. So they're not realistic performances, but <coughs> they're fun. I I think there's, there's a really there's a comfort food feeling uh, to this movie. Um, sure. You know, and then the music's very kind of like every time Dracula appears, it's like, dan, 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 dan. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's very it's very harsh soundtrack, but. Uh, and I will say that's the Blu-ray looks really good. I think the restoration does oh, yeah. look fantastic. Uh, it looks nice and big, and uh, it's what one six sixty one. So there's like thin black bars at the sides if you're watching on a sixteen by nine TV, uh, <clears throat> which Tim totally noticed because he notices these things. Of course, of course. <laughs> I yeah, I was uh, wondering about your one hundred sixty nine <laughs> TV, whatever you just said. Ah, oh, Tim, rate uh, this and put us out of our misery, please. <laughs> uh, so, I, 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 well, what, one last thing do I, I do want to yep. say is that it is it is kind of funny that um, you know, like all these classic uh, Dracula movies, they're all like, you know, coming from the same source material, but they're all different, but also like all really enjoyable in their own ways. Um, like I, I love the Universal Dracula. I love the you know Herzog Dracula. I love. Uh, you know, and now I I love this one. Uh, <clears throat> I, I I know. Well, I'm pretty sure we disagree on this, but I do like the uh, you know, '90s Bram Stoker's Dracula too, as well. Oh, um, yeah. But the I mean, what, what can I say? I'm a 
you know, I'm a, a, a drag head, I guess you would call me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, th this was really great. I am, uh, yeah, I definitely, uh, want to watch more, uh, hammer more, uh, hammer horror movies after this. Yeah. Especially the uh, Dracula ones, but yeah. the, I, I mean, it, I feel like the Dracula one seemed like more of a known quantity. I'm interested to see like how their Frankenstein ones are and their, they did werewolf ones as well, I believe. Um, uh, I think so. Although they didn't do, it wasn't like Wolfman though. It was, uh, yeah. you know, their own sort of take on it. Nah, yeah. I think, you know, we definitely will. We'll maybe work through the Dracula mm. ones first and then kind of die further after that. But yeah, uh, that, I think that's... I think they did some, they might've done some mummy movies too. Oh, they, they did. I mean, they definitely did. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, I'm interested in checking it all out uh, eventually. But... No. No, I, so I guess that's my rating. <laughs> yeah, what's your rating? Give us a number. <laughs> you have menace. Uh, I think I'll give it a, an 8.5 for now. I really, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's a, it's a nice <laughs> Sunday morning uh, watch. Uh, if you uh, you know get the day off of church, just you can go ahead and <laughs> throw this on. And uh, hey, I mean, it's like church because there's a... Uh, some crosses and stuff in it um is, but... is that our new tradition watching watching a, a vampire <laughs> movie every sunday morning because that that, that replaces church because it's got crosses in it yeah yeah why not <laughs> it's, it's uh slightly more exciting that that or a possession movie I, I think that works too yeah oh yeah sure 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 there's even a priest in those movies usually <laughs> yeah <laughs> usually yeah uh i know the 8.5 actually surprised me this feels pretty high i uh you know i enjoy this movie i, I think it's really i i think i'll don't go too much lower i'll probably just give it a straight eight uh i, I think it's a, a like i say comfort food is how i would describe mm -hmm. this uh when you're in the mood for this era of filmmaking this is kind of like what you what you get out of it um because there is kind of these like i think distinct period i think 30s and 40s feel like a distinct period 50s and 60s feel like a distinct period in mm -hmm. horror and then seventies is where it really opens up into your other avenues, mm -hmm. and and obviously from that point on, like every decade feels like its own distinct era. Really, yeah. I mean, eighties and seventies feel separate from each other. Then nineties feels like its own thing. Two mm thousands, -hmm. um, so yeah. Uh, there you go. That's a uh, horror mm -hmm. of Dracula, aka Dracula, the first Hammer Dracula film starring Christopher Lee and Peter mm -hmm. Cushing. Uh, of course, you can let us know what you think of the movie in the comments. You can uh, like if you made it this far. In the the episode, if you made it all this way to the end, you can type the word um garlic. Sure, yeah, let's go with that. Garlic into the comments. Mm. Uh and like is really important on YouTube because it does uh of course let YouTube know that you think we're worth recommending, so it'll share us out. So please do that. Uh one final thing before I do my final outro here is to make uh -oh. Tim do the pose for the oh. thumbnail. <laughs> so uh lean back a bit, Tim, so your head's not cut mm. off at the top. And then I'm going to do three, two, one, and say pause. So here we go. Three, two, one, pause. Love it. Love it. There we go. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, it's like, so it's going to be like a, a new demented version of what we do in the shadows with uh, me and Tim. <laughs> uh, they get a familiar so we can boss them around. Uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, obviously like, subscribe, all the usual stuff on YouTube. Uh, get us on Patreon, as we mentioned earlier, patreon.com slash TV. Uh, get us on Twitter at Screams Midnight for shenanigans. Uh, usually there's a, there's a couple of funny posts every day. Uh, so go have a have a look. And otherwise, that is us. Check out other stuff from Mailfuzz TV. And uh, we'll see you next time. So uh, thank you very much for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching Scary Movies, guys. And we will see you next time.